HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. All right, it's one minute later. We've started a second <laughs> podcast. I am Michael J. Flores. Brian David Marshall. And uh, Mike, I hear you have some big news. Yes. So we have not done this in quite a long time. Right. I had to make a comic book uh, recommendation. And when I read this comic book last week, I was like, I can't believe we have not made a comic book recommendation in a while. Really? This is what you're leading This is in what with? I'm leading in with. Okay. So when people hear other news, they'll understand. United States of Murder, Inc., Oh, you heard of this? No, I haven't. Who does this? Brian Michael Bendis, Michael Avon Omig, the creators of Powers. Wow. And it's just like no superheroes, no nothing. It's like the Godfather meets Alias. And it's this is how unbelievable it is. I only got it because it was on sale on Comixology, like the first five issues. Yeah. And I tore through the first five issues, which were like long and like yeah. deep read. I liked it so much, I paid the full $4 for issue six. Wow. They got you. I mean, like, it, you, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, how do you feel about Michael Avon Oming? Uh, so, I mean, I think, uh, I, I like Michael Avon Oming. I think he's uneven. I think yeah. he's always, I think he's always been, like, kind of, He's like, just not very good on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's like, like, the thing is, he's he's got, like, a lot of energy and a lot of, like, uh, stylistic things I like, but I don't think he's a very underneath it all. A very, I think, I think he's like a much weaker version of Evan, o, Evan Dorkin. I mean, I would think of he's I'm like very good friends. He's like a weaker Evan Bruce Tim to me, right? right. So, I don't even think he's. I don't even think he's in Bruce Tim's. Okay, I mean, league. yeah, that's fine. Like Bruce Tim's one of the greatest cartoonists in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I mean, I'm, and this isn't like super. I mean, we sound like we're knocking on Michael Avon. No, I, mean, I actually I, love a lot of things. A little bit of it's on. a little bit of a knock. On, but but I'm just saying you. I think Michael Avon is substantially weaker on this book than he is on Powers sure. or on Guardians of the Galaxy or other stuff you might sure. know him from. And I just do not care. Sure. This book is unbelievable. What is this all like? Just like hitmen and crime? And no. So the the I don't want to like I, if if the if so your birthday is next month, right? Yes. If the collection is out, I'm not sure if the collection is out because the, the issue six just came out last week. If the collection is out. I'll just buy it for you for okay. your birthday. Or actually, when the collection comes, I'll just buy it for you and we'll call it your birthday present. <laughs> the the conceit is. I, at some point in the past, it's not very specific. Just the, the five families took over. Sure. So part of the country, which is the East Coast and Vegas, and it's not really defined, just the five families run the, the, run these parts of the country. And, like, you go to Vegas. Some people you, would suggest that happened anyway. <laughs> no, you just go to Vegas. You go to, you go to Atlantic City or whatever, and there's just no rules, okay? Sure. You want to gamble. You want to, you know buy whatever right. whatever right. It, as long as you're not crossing the five families they will let you pay money to have a good time right. but on the caveat like if you're on the train from like Atlantic City to Baltimore you know don't be surprised if somebody picks a fight with you and then just kills you because right. there's going to be no consequences because as long as you're in five families protected uh, sure. territory the real government has no sway over you okay sure. it's only once you get to like new york, like i guess actually new york city is, is uh, yeah, yeah. in one of their areas it's like unless you get to iowa or whatever because right, right. actually they also control chicago so. sure yeah <laughs> so unless you unless you go to like one of the you know arizona or whatever like someplace that america controls I'm trying to think of my is miami also one of those i think that yeah. that would be the fifth city for the yeah five i think families. it's just like miami miami chicago atlantic city new york and vegas yeah. are the are yeah. the five classic uh, strongholds of organized of, crime. Of organized crime. So, like, and 
I've, I've just explained the conceit of it, so it's a little spoilery. Okay. I'm, I'm sold. That's uh, so, and there's like more twists and turns in the letter S. It's it's really good. Uh, it's okay. like I would say it's like basically Godfather meets Alias. Okay. In I'm, all the ways that you would think uh, of I'll, Alias. I'll, I'll that, that sounds right in my alley. Uh, I just read Satan. Just uh, I think you'll enjoy that I'm reading these or just yeah. read these. Well, let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man. No. Mark Wade Daredevils. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I had not read them. They're, they're terrific. They're, Unbelievable. They're absolutely book. terrific. It's just, I think you had talked, you had said to me. At I thought one point, I gave Earth, you my hardcover. No, no, no. Because I would not have returned it to you. I don't think I have it, so I assumed that I gave it to you. No, I, I you did Maybe not. I gave it to Satan. I think you well, Satan, Actually, well, Satan, now, Satan gave me his paperbacks. Now that I so, think about it, I think, likely, I think I gave it to Satan. Satan gave me his paperback, so it's very likely you gave him your hardcover. You keep, I, I, lost a, I lost some stupid bet to him, I think, like, uh, like, I think it was, like, how many wins? I think I was, like, the Minnesota Timberwolves will have 50 wins. Yeah, yeah, like some yeah. bet like this. So he came over to collect Bonchon bets. So I think he just raided my comics, sure. my comics stash while he was at well, my house. It's 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 I I think my favorite thing I've read by Wade. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's it. good. It's it's so well done. Like it's just like this really like I just like his whole yeah approach to uh, it makes me want to read his Spider Man too. So here's the thing about well, he doesn't do Wade. Didn't he didn't he do Spider Man also? No, Hulk. Oh, His okay. Hulk is vastly inferior. Okay. And Hulk is one of my favorite characters. Okay. And I'm not saying that Hulk is bad. Yeah. But it's vastly no, inferior. No, no, his Daredevil is just fantastic. I mean, it's His hard. Matt Murdock is just great. It's hard it, for I, me like, to... I hope it really infects the Netflix series. So here, actually, I I read... I mean, I guess I read all of it, right? I, the, the Actually, no, I guess I didn't... Was it Matt Fraction who I didn't read? But the from the beginning of Bendis... Bendis and then Bendis right. again and All then. Right, enough Talk about well, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I wonder about the PPTQ. Then Brubaker and then it was like the crazy Daredevil who took over Hell's Kitchen. It was like this dark past. Uh, his identity is like. That's just before Wade takes over. Yeah, but like Wade takes over, just like, let's just pretend everything's sunny, right? That's like the conceit of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like, I know everything's terrible, but we're going to pretend right. that and it's he keeps okay. He's pretending that his identity's in the, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, did you read the one where, like, he's. Uh, like the girl takes off her shirt yeah, her and her bra says, says are, are you. you are you daredevil? Yeah, or? but he can't see, yeah, so yeah. you know. Um, and I love the Which covers. Which makes the book sound very juvenile. No, it's no, it's it's a, the the visual figurative language of the book is unbelievable. Paulo Rivera does most of the covers; they're unbelievable. I selected one of the covers for last year. I was doing a lot of uh, just great covers I liked and putting them on my blog that I've not updated since May of uh, 2014. But um, it's not juvenile at all. It's a very adult comic yeah. book, but like. Not doesn't take itself seriously at all. Right, right. right. Like, some people would say like a criticism of something takes itself too seriously. This doesn't take itself even seriously. Right. Yeah. It's just like oh, this is a superhero comic book. A blind guy who can jump off of rooftops yeah. and kill five yeah, ninjas. I like, the, in a I like fight. the visualization they use for his his echolocation yeah, his, like powers. Sonic's power yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's really fantastic. Uh, I actually I've been looking at the previews for uh, the Netflix show, and I, can't, I tell you I'm not very excited because he just like doesn't have a costume. He just like has like a black pants or something they arrowed him no arrow has a costume eventually i mean like he just like seems like he's just a dude in a black t-shirt i don't see here's the thing that i'm just gonna tell you a secret yeah i don't care if daredevil ever shows up in the show vincent d'onofrio playing the the kingpin is all i care about so you're talking about a guy who was once ripped enough and had long enough blonde hair to be thor 
You know, in Adventures in Babysitting, Vincent D'Onofrio is Thor. You know that, right? No. Do you ever see the movie Adventures in Babysitting? I don't remember it. He plays a mechanic, and this this little girl's obsessed with Thor. She has, like, the metal hat and, like, a hammer. Yeah. And then she sees this guy, like, hammering, like, a car. She's like, it's Thor. And he's, like, long blonde hair, and he's, like, no shirt, and he's ripped. Is that really D'Onofrio? It's Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. In the 80s, he was just, like, Chris Hemsworth. Well, I mean... He no, was, he was ripped. Okay. I mean, Full Metal Jacket is where I know him from at the start of his career, and obviously as Goran. And just got more and more Kingpin-like to the point now it's just, <laughs> he's just appropriate to Kingpin's size and stature. Oh my god, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited about that show. That was the all-time greatest in the history of Waverly and Gay. No. Okay. Agree or disagree? Disagree, but that's fine. It was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was playable. <laughs> Highly playable. Uh, <laughs> it was like, that was like first pick. All right. Not, not, not my preferred color archetype. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. My wife doesn't. I'm not. I don't like. I mean, that's that's not racist. That's I just don't like blondes very much. Right, so, uh, let's. So, what what are you asking me? Do you have something yeah, else to say? Yeah, talk to me about your stupid PPTQ win already. Jerk, oh, jerk face. I won the PPTQ. <laughs> oh yes, I did do that. That's true. So what what did you play? I played Demir Control, Black Blue Control. Um, uh, so I played in a couple of PPTQs. Uh, I tried playing Abzan mid-range, Abzan control. I don't know what you want to call it. Sure. It's like yeah, some I, slow I, ass I call, Abzan deck. I literally just call it adjective Abzan now. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's control it's like, or mid-range or, you know, aggro, because eventually you're just going to sideboard in your Fleece Main Lions or out your Fleece Main Lions yeah, and become just, something else. I don't care. It's I, adjective Abzan. My deck had 25 lands the first time and 26 lands the second time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think these decks have largely the same cards. So I played that. Uh, I went two and three in the first PPP2. I needed three and two to make top eight. Sure. I was pretty heartbreaking that I couldn't post a three and two. Yeah. Um, and I played the heartbreaking next. Heartbreaking slash mortifying. I was slash... just like, wow, this is yeah. pretty heartbreaking. Then uh, the next one I went 0 oh and two. I Ooh. was just like, wow. So we're going in the wrong direction. This is Not still good. an adjective Abzon. Yep. So then. Um, uh, I was talking to Patrick Chapin, and I was just like, yo, I'm not... It's not even that... I, I, I was actually maintaining that I'm not good at Abzan, right? And he right. was just, like, not really accepting that. Yeah. But I said, well, I just... Everyone's just playing Abzan where I live. Like, Abzan Control, yeah, Abzan yeah. Midrange. Yeah, He's like, well, if everyone's just playing that, then just play Demir Control. Right. And then we made a Demir deck. Uh, like, kind of different from everybody else's. Like, it has no Ashiok. Right. Um, which is the main difference. And then I, I play. Ashiok's pretty sweet against the Abzan decks. It is, but like you know, I don't know. It has no Ashiok. Uh, so then I played in the next PPTQ, and I went oh and oh, one and two, one and okay. two. So I improved. So <laughs> one you, and two. So, so you, you are a whopping total of three and six at this point. If you want to put it that way, yeah. yeah. Oh no, sorry, sorry, three and seven. Yeah. So. Um, three and seven. So I'm like feeling real good about myself. You are. You are Silumgar. You're Silumgar. So, yeah, I, I just didn't do well again. So, like, that was, that was last Saturday at 20-sided store. So I almost didn't get in because I didn't realize. Like, the first PPTQ I went to was just, like, nowhere near capacity. Yeah, yeah. And the second one, like, there's still people who are registering on site. And so I went last Saturday, and I just, like, went, and it was packed this when I got 20 there. Sided? At 20-sided. Yeah, yeah. It was super packed. This is the first time you were playing one at 20-sided? Yeah, I've never gone they to 20-sided. They have a really good crowd. They have a really so good crowd. So I, like, I, I got in as an alternate, paid my 30 bucks or whatever, promptly posted a one and two. I was happy to get out of there because it was packed. Yeah. So they like they have very narrow tables. Yeah, yeah. 
So I'm sure, like, if I'm playing a Friday Night Magic or something, it's very pleasant. But there were so many players in this tournament. Sure. Narrow tables, you know. So I, uh, I peace out and went, at ho went home. And uh, my wife's like, no, chin up. You're going to play tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, uh, so aren't you going to go make a new deck? And I'm like, why? <laughs> she's like, because you went one and two. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh. you want to win, right? She literally says to me, you want to win, right? Oh, and I'm like, awesome. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I think I have the best chance to win if I play this deck. And she's just like, all right, I guess I'll see you about this time tomorrow <laughs> then. So, and I went and I played. And, good talk, good talk, honey. Uh, I ripped through the Swiss. I was undefeated through the Swiss. Um, how, how many players? Uh, I mean, it was like, I don't know. 32. Whatever the capacity is for six rounds. Sure, okay. It was like pretty big. Yeah, like it, it that's filled, more than 32. Yeah, it filled, uh, I want to say 60, but that sounds too many. Right. Um, fifth, fifth from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was packed for, uh, for a six-rounder. Um, but uh, it was Montessi in New York. Okay. Uh, I went 4-0 in the Swiss. So I played my deck because it was... I could be warm and drafting there today. Uh, it was uh, meant to be... Uh, good against Abzan mid-range. I played against Red White, which I guess is just the most popular deck right now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, super popular. I think, I think my opponent was playing, as far as I could How tell... How many outpost sieges? He played a lot of them, so... Um, <laughs> I think my opponent was playing Ben Sark's List, because he had those, and he also had Soulfire Grandmaster. I had to ask if I countered a spell with Soulfire Grandmaster if he would still get it back, because I just oh. didn't know the rule. And then, like, so the judge went to go check, and I'm like... Actually, it was yeah, yeah, because it was the table judge. Because E.E. E. Doc Smith was the, yeah, the, yeah. the head judge. So um, he's like, yeah, it never resolved. So we'll just go to the graveyard. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, never mind. So I just bowbladed it. So <laughs> it didn't matter. But so I played against that deck. Um, and then I played against three consecutive Abzan aggro decks, uh, which are substantially tougher than Abzan midrange for this deck, right? Sure. So they're disruptive and they put a clock on you. And then... Right. Um, you know, they're like they're like attacking you and maybe thought seizing you. And, yeah, instead and of like just trying to get your crux of fate out of your hand. Instead of just casting mid-range cards that are going to get blown up by perilous uh, perilous vaults yeah, and, yeah. and ugans, they're actually attacking you and taking your cards away. They're like, how do you like my Anafenza? It's shiny. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like it about BB one. <laughs> that's about how I feel about it. And then they cast their Siege Rhino, and I like that about U one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I feel about those cards. So, yeah, I, I was able to defeat all of them. You know, actually, the matches were pretty tight. I mulliganed a fair amount against them. I won all my mulligan games on the play, which is, I was pretty happy with. Um, and I, 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 okay. what, what card draw do you play in the, in the blue-black deck? Two divinations. Oh, Shaheen's going to be so mad at you. Four dig-through-times. He likes that. Uh, three chases ingenuities. Oh, interesting. And I played one no, treasure. No, no treasure. Oh, one. Tre one treasure cruise on my sideboard on the first time I played it, and then I cut that and I played a pearl lake engine the second time. So treasure cruise is only good out of the sideboard against like other blue decks. I just rather have a second pearl lake ancient, I think, against them. So, 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 so talking to Shaheen about blue black control, I spent a lot of time with Shaheen over the yeah. weekend in Memphis. He played blue black control there. He cashed um, at the GP, uh, and he. He was for dig through time to treasure cruise as his only card draw. I mean, he, he was just like no chases ingenuity. Chases ingenuity is better than dig through time most of the time. He he just felt like it's literally better most of yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. He just felt like you were dirtling around with anything else. Just like you just want your like powerful answers, or you want to just be like killing things and stopping First you, of all, for your next dig. Sorry to bother you, yeah. but you know where West Fourth is? Yeah, um, it's right there. One block that way. One block yeah. She's very cute. Yeah. She asks us for directions. Yeah. Mike Claire used to have a rule, which is that 
if an attractive woman talks to you for any reason other than directions, you're gold. <laughs> any reason other than directions. Any reason other than directions. Right. It's all good. Uh, we go, Mike Claire's probably a modesty graduate right now. He's probably, talk to him. he's probably very warm. So, um, first of all, dig through time is just much more expensive than than Jason Ingenuity. So, like, you people like, yeah, it's eight versus five, but you think of it as a card that often costs two. No, especially in game one situations or if it's in your opening hand, Jason Ingenuity fires faster. Uh, second of all, three cards is better than two cards. Usually, well, two cards. Two cards is usually better. Two of seven only versus three random. When you're digging for radiant fountains. So when I go to look at these people's deck lists and they have like one or three Radiant Fountains, I'm like, what planet do you think you are on that you don't have four Radiant Fountains? Shaheen, the only is, Shaheen is one Radiant Fountain. I cannot imagine so people Shaheen, being competitive the, with one Radiant here's Fountain. Here's the reason Shaheen has one Radiant Fountain. He didn't test four is the only reason. No, 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 no. no. Shaheen, Shaheen tested the hell out of it. The thing for Shaheen is... Hey, you too. Yes, yes. Shaheen... Uh, what, what's my Claire's policy about people saying hello to them randomly? I mean, that guy looked very charming. <laughs> uh, anyway, so his, his feeling on the Radiant Fountain was, so the card that the Shaheen was playing in his blue-black control list that was really interesting was he had, uh, I forget if it was three or four nullifies. Main deck. I mean, that card is also hard to cast. Which is why he was not playing Radiant Fountains. But, like... So he had, he had, he had, you know, like a full set of nullifies and a full set of bioblades in his deck. Uh, yeah, but he didn't have Opulent Palace, did he? He did not. He had four Polluted Deltas, um, four, you know, eight of the blue-black duels. Yeah, but does he have, it, did he have an excessive number of, like, uh, Flooded Strands or Bloodstained Mires? He I see played, those in list. He played eight. I like Shaheen Sarani. His decisions on land are... He played four Polluted Deltas, three Flooded Strands, and one Bloodstained okay. Mire. I can kindly say that his decision on lands <laughs> is fucking awful. <laughs> like, fucking terrible. It's so bad. I literally was in a situation in the top eight where my opponent passes. I'm, like, going to take over the control of this game, but it's going to require me to break two Polluted Deltas on play to cast my Jace's Engine. And I'm going to take over the game in the next two turns. And I'm, like, loath to break these Polluted Deltas. Yeah. In fact, I dig through time for all four Radiant Fountains this game, yeah. and I still lost. Okay? I literally went... But Jace's I guess, Ingenuity, I guess, deal with your board, counter almost everything you have for the rest of the game, dig for all four Radiant Fountains, and he beat me with multiple Jeskai Charms, which, by the way, you cannot counter with Disdainful Stroke. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it's so... Breaking lands for damage is so bad. Why? So you can delve better? I, well, that's that, what he wants to delve yeah, better. You know what? You just don't have to delve if you play cheaper cards. <laughs> yeah, when, when your Divination costs eight, I can see <laughs> having to delve. Yes, I agree. I'm yeah, just but, telling you, this is, this is, you I mean, know. It's, it's not bad. It's fucking awful. Okay. Okay? Like, first of all, you can't even win so many matches if you don't have four Radiant Fountains in your deck. Not because you have to draw four, but you need to draw two or three. Right. But you end these close but games again, against again, Jeskai I guess, and Red but I, but I guess he's taking a different approach where he's just said he's not going to get himself... Um, be attacked as early as no, you are because he's because he's coming in with the nullifies and the bio No, that's not how the games go. Uh, if your opponents I mean, go, I, that's what he seems to be doing. If your opponents go, cordling outburst. If your opponents go, cordling outburst, brim as and uh, and uh, Jeskai charm. 
These are cards you can't interact with. Well, you he, can nullify, he can nullify a Brimass. Okay. If your opponents are either Jeskai or Red White and they play commonly played cards, like between two and four Jeskai charms and some number of Whirling Outbursts, you right. just cannot interact with them. The only way that you can... That you, can you do get the Bioblight, the Whirling Outburst, but the way one. They will easily overload your number of Bioblights, sure. especially in sure. game one situation. They have way more things to Bioblight than you have Bioblights. I got you. Right? I, I, I see. Like, and... So, the, so you get in a situation where you're winning, right? You have dealt with everything they have. I cast a bunch of Jace's Ingenuities, but you can't counter their stupid Jeskai charm. There's no card in your deck that counters it, right. other than a hard counter like Dissolve. And you're just like, you're just not gonna win. They're just gonna go like, wild slash you. And you're like, oh my God, take it. And they're like, ooh, you took the wild slash. Believe me, I won the tournament. I was in the situation a bunch of times. If you draw a bunch of Radiant Fountains, every time you draw one, it counters their next stupid Wild Slash or Magma Jet. But if you only, if, I, I just, it's really bad. Like, I, I, I cannot stress this enough. I gotcha. I played this deck, I practiced this deck a lot. And like, if you play against like blue-red control, I know people that's not a super commonly uh, played deck right now, but I don't think you could even beat blue-red control if you didn't have four Radiant Fountains. Right. They just beat you with Magma Jets. Like, they just stay par with you and you accumulate Bioblights in your hand and they accumulate cards with text. And the text on their cards is not very impressive, but it still has text. <laughs> and you accumulate Murderous Cut, right? And at some point they just beat you because their cards have text and yours don't. In fact, their cards say, I have text, ooh. I'm gonna shuffle away the crappy other cards that have very bad text and only draw the ones that said say delve or say draw cards or whatever and or say counter target spell and by the way take two. If you're now <laughs> taking additional damage and their their main way to win is just like lightning striking you. Right. Like it's 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 not bad, right? It's okay. fucking awful. It's it's yeah, don't play these lists that have like one radiant fountain. I just I I just don't even understand it. Like I like, I'm, I'm just I'm just telling you that this was this was I'm not say, I'm not defending him. I'm just putting the information out there that Shaheen Sarani. I someone like would, Shaheen Sarani. <laughs> People I like can make a mistake. Okay, I've made a mistake. It's happened. His uh, I'm just saying he 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 went with nullifies and bio blights and felt he couldn't do those things if he played more than one. Radio. But he doesn't have opulent palace. Sure, I don't think he had opulent palace. Now. If you have opulent palace, this changes. Also, like, every single time I played first turn Opulent Palace, I would so go... So you played eight, come in to play tapped blue-black lands? No, I played 11. Okay. I'm sorry, that's all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I, played three palaces? Three palaces, yeah. I would have so, played four, actually. Let me ask you a question. What do you think of the, the Saltai control list that won Grand Prix Memphis? Like, I mean, I, it's I gotta tell you, that deck looked like, uh, you know... It's a, a masterpiece. It's very it good against Abzan midrange, which is what made top eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this I mean, is this he is also the second. Did pretty well against red white, but I mean, I think black blue is better against red white and better against Abzan midrange, and wins the head to head handily. Yeah. Right. The the Sultai control deck has almost no cards that have text. Yeah. If you're playing against black blue, they just have like bad planeswalkers that are going to get killed. Right. And like, that's it. Like they have no they have no counter spells to speak of. Right, so you're just gonna get into a situation where you kill them with pearl like they have no resistance. There's just nothing they can do because they can't actually do anything that matters. Right, right? so they're just like, whoa, Kiora, like you know, at some point when Kiora has too many counters, you just kill it if you feel like it. And you know, the beauty of it is, even if it just gets higher and higher and higher, as long as it doesn't go ultimate, it never did anything. It just stone did nothing. 
it cycled every other turn. Like it's it just says, well, don't get me wrong. That card is awesome against blue white heroic, right? Ashiok is awesome against green based mid range deck. So yeah. Ashiok in a blue black control deck is deadly in the blue black mirror. Sure. Not because of it. It, it, it doesn't actually ever yeah, mind twist you, and it probably isn't going to deck you. But if they just get like three, three activations, no, like two, like three to six cards more in their library than you have, you might just deck. By, by the way, so do you know do you know a card uh, Shaheen was terrified of coming into the tournament what? playing blue black? He's like, this is the card I can never beat. What? Torrent Elemental. Is that the 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 Sidisi no. comes into? So it's 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 three it's a, I think three five or three six. It's a three five flyer for five. Yeah. And when it attacks, tap all creatures your opponent controls. But the important thing is that you can pay it for uh, green black green black. Yeah, it's the Sidisi thing that comes oh, from, yeah. from remove from game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes from yeah. exile. So like he had his opponent, he Ashiok'd his opponent. Yeah. And hit a torrent elemental. And left and then, it there. <laughs> well no, his opponent played it. Oh. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yes. And then he's like, oh well, I guess that thing's gonna kill me, so I need to kill it. And then yeah. the guy's like, Alright, delve it with my Tassiger for one, replay it. You know, dig through time, exile. What's it, his replay kill conditions, it. Ashiok? He he had a Silumgar, I think. So and did he have Ugins? He had, no, he didn't have Ugins. Oh, so, like, I mean, this is my opinion. I think that the structure of his deck is vastly inferior. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I'm the, just saying that Like, I, I thought it was interesting that Torrent At Elementals was an interesting card. Ashiok is really good in the blue-black mirror, yeah. but it's not impressive in a, in a, in a three-color deck because it never comes to the point that, that you'll actually... I mean, unless it does something like... Somebody can Ashiok you and just take all of your kill conditions and two activations. That's a thing that could happen. Right, right. You're going to lose that game in all likelihood, right, okay? Right, right. But, like, if it's just, like, just randomly going to get you, you're just going to Hero's Downfall and it had very little effect on the game. Versus in the blue-black control deck, like, it actually comes to exhaustion. Both decks have so few ways to win. Right. The fact that one person has six fewer cards in their library... If they're not careful, they're just going to lose on the basis of that. Right. Which no one would ever say, like, oh, well, what if somebody just randomly millstoned you twice? Do you think you're going to lose? Like, probably not, right? Like, if somebody gave you the opportunity to play a 56-card deck instead of a 60-card deck, you'd be like, wow, that's awesome. I would totally love to do that. This is a case where, <laughs> where it makes you likely to lose. It's a very... It, it, the only reason is each deck has so many more ways to deal with the opponent's only, like, three ways to win than right. there are actually ways to win. And that the way that you get to that position is by drawing a huge number of cards so that you can cover your Pearl Lake Ancient with multiple counter spells. So basically, you don't want to get in a spot where your Pearl Lake Ancient comes down and then you're forced to return like six lands to your hand. Then you're going to lose. They're just going to beat you on the merits at that point, right? So you actually have to get to a point where you can like cast two dissolves before actually having to return lands. In which case, then, like if you actually do that, you're probably going to win. Um, but like that takes a long time to craft that situation. Uh, and plus, the other guy might have Pearl Lake Ancient, right? right. So he can block. So that's it's 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 a it's a weird dance. Yeah. But like, if it's Sultai control instead of Black Blue control, they don't have Dissolve. <laughs> they just don't have that card, right? So yeah. you go Disdainful Stroke, your Dig Through Time, and they're like, oh, Durf Durf Durf, Fifteenth <laughs> um, Turn Seder Wayfinder. All right, <laughs> you've got a one one. Okay. Eventually, the other thing is that like. Is, uh, By the way, that deck's so bizarre in the fact that <laughs> the only creature is the Seder Wayfinder. Oh, I think it's awesome. I, I know, I love it, yeah. but I mean, it's definitely bizarre, and it feels weird. You're like, oh man, 
He didn't get a really good draw this game. He didn't get any Seder Wayfinders. If you, I mean, if you're just gunning for, if you're just gunning for Abzan Control, that card, that deck is awesome against Abzan Control. Yeah. But like, I think that if you're gunning for Abzan Control and like against Red White and against Jessica, I think Black Blue Control is a better deck. Sure. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, like your your cards like all consistently always have text. And then you have all these ultimate trumps, right? So the reason I think that the deck that you're describing Shaheen played is inferior is because the best way to beat other control players is Pearl Lake Ancient, yeah. okay? That card is not that good in general, but it's absurdly good against an opponent who has only point removal and, and counter spells. Do your uh, Radiant Fountains go up in value because you're playing Pearl, Pearl Lake Ancient? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I have returned Radiant Fountains and replayed them many times. Yeah. Happy to do that, okay? Um, Second of all, you can actually just get the kill. Like, I played against an Abzan uh, aggro deck who did a lot of damage to himself. He was like on nine when we got to the to the to the late game, right? Because like, just did a lot of damage to himself. Fox with his, and, and his mana base. He just got there, and I'm just like, all right, um, uh, end of your turn, Pearl Lake Ancient. And he's just like, uh oh, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, here's play. He's like, nope. And I'm like, I've got one. Actually, I've got three. I'm like, kill all your guys, attack you. And he's just like, that's nine. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, um, what what's your plan as far as the regional PTQ? Uh, right now, I'm planning. I mean, I, if it's limited, I don't think it's limited. It's not is limited. It? It, it, I'm planning to fly to New Mexico. When when is it? Uh, middle end of April. So I'm actually like looking at all my vacation time because I'm gonna have to go to that, and then I'm actually going to Italy for a week and a half oh, nice. in June, July, and then I'm gonna come back and play in the Pro Tour. So which is in August. So uh, that's gonna be. So I mean, so, I, so you're 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 going to what you think will be a four slot regional, yes, qualifier over an eight slot, because you you Philadelphia think, is not going to be an eight slot. You don't think Philadelphia is going to be? You an need eight 128 slot? players. You don't think they'll get that? No, I think they're going to get about 80. Oh wow! I read the article on Hipsters of the Coast. That's how I made this determination. If they were at 128 players, it would still probably be better value to go to. Like, are they are they taking into account how much easier it is to get to Philadelphia than a lot of other places, though? All right, here's the thing. Okay, let's say it doubles, right? At 120, at, at that, you're still at 2x likelihood of qualifying in New Mexico. Sure. That means that there's eight slots uh, for, there's four slots for every 60 players calling, right? This is four slots for every 30 players. Right. It's much better to go to New Mexico. And this is not a knock against New Mexican no, players. No, 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 no. It's no. just that there's going to be fewer players for four slots. Right. And and, and you, do, you think, uh, do you think other players are going to play the game of trying to figure out where they can go? Or do you think it's just not cost efficient for someone who's... So the majority of people. This is not cost efficient for most players. Right. This is highly cost efficient for me. Right. Okay? So I'm already 100 in, right? right? I played in four tournaments. In addition, I've already invested a couple hundred dollars in cards. Sure. Okay? In addition... In addition, the money doesn't mean the same thing to you. <laughs> that it means the most. In addition, I can yours. afford to fly to New Mexico <laughs> to play in a PTQ. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be cynical about it like that. I, this I, is highly I, cost efficient I gotta tell you, I, I, don't think, I don't think it'll work out timing-wise for me, but I would love to fly out there and do an old-school... Uh, Top eight magic, round by round podcast for that. Um, well, I mean, and, and you know, people are like, well, so th there's two, <laughs> there's multiple schools of thought on this. My original plan was just to play in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Which is like some of my best friends live there, yeah. right? Who also happen to be qualified for the tournament, sure. right? So Landy Ho lives in Philadelphia. And he's yep. like, he's like, he won one of the first PPTQs, but and I'm like, qualified too, right? he's not going to play in Philadelphia. He's not. No. Okay. He's not going to New Mexico either, though. Yeah. He says he can't get a. He's like, I'm not taking a connecting flight on a Friday. That was what he said to me. I'm like, all right, whatever you say, man. Um, so, 
Uh, I mean, he's like, maybe he'll go to Portland. I don't know. Sure. Portland's also going to projected to be small. Okay. So uh, Portland's going to be tough. I mean, like, just that, like that's the home of the GCBs, right? Yeah, yeah. Port- Portland, Portland's a tough crowd. Like so, they, they have a, a very uh, they've they've served a lot of cake in Portland. So, I'm planning to go to New Mexico right now. Okay. I might just still end up going to Philly, but I'm sure. planning right now to go yeah, to Mexico. Yeah. So, my the reason that I'm really I I wouldn't really thought about it. But if my wife was like, I think you should go do the New Mexico one, right? This is important to you. Like you think. By, your chance by the to- way, your wife has been awesome throughout yeah. this qualifier. So she was. Oh yeah, she's let me play in four tournaments. Yeah, I was just gonna say like, she was already like performing way ahead of above expectation there. I mean, she let me, like, play in, like, a bunch of Star City tournaments in the last couple of times. I mean, yeah. I, to be fair, I've done pretty well uh, recently. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, she's like, yeah, go to New Mexico. And she's not even, go to New Mexico, get it out of your system. Right. She's just like, go to New Mexico and, and get back on the Pro Tour. Sure. So, uh, that's awesome. I, I think that's awesome. You know, so people ask me what my goal is, right? I've said, I'm halfway there, and they're like, you are not halfway there. You're not even a quarter of the way there, right? Like, yeah. So, uh, so I, I talked to Patrick, and I'm like, what? My goal has to be winning the world championship like your goal? And he said, no, but your goal should at least be winning the pro tour, right? right. And I said, that's not my goal. It's not even close to my goal. And he's like, what's your goal then? I'm like, my goal is, I said, what if my goal is to never have to win another pro tour qualifier? It means that I'll, at some point that I'll have to string together some good. Top 25-ing a pro tour. And yeah. But never is a long to, time. But, but then you have to go to a GP at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I string together a few Pro Tour wins, you know, I mean, whatever. Let's not be crazy. Uh, like, I mean, that's the formula, right? Like, the, the thing is, you know, getting a, a top 25. I don't know how to log in to see how many pro, uh, Planeswalker points I have. Because I don't know if I have to win a, a GPT for Grand Prix Atlantic City or not. Ooh. But, like, shout out to Roman Fusco. You know Roman from the Uncommons? Sure. Roman says he he assumes I have enough points for the for the... For, for buys been anyway. Playing, you've been playing a lot of events. And winning, that's the thing, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I won a bunch of local tournaments, and then, like, I top four to Super IQ. Yeah, yeah And probably, I've been probably, playing in Grand Prix. You're, you're probably good for two, two buys. Yeah? Yeah, you're probably so, good for two buys. But I don't know how to log in, well, so... just email Scott Larrabee. That's the... <laughs> I emailed Worth, and Worth is like, just email customer service. Oh, uh, email Scott Larrabee. Yeah. So... But I mean, it's feeling good because I woke up like in a in a huff on like sun, like Sunday night or Monday. But what's up? What's wrong? She's like, and I'm like, I dreamt that I didn't win the tournament today. <laughs> that was like my dream. Oh, <laughs> I just God. didn't win the tournament. So uh, are you gonna, are you going to work with Patrick for uh, for for the retq? I don't know. In terms of like building a deck, or are you? I don't know. I think like Lan wants to work together. Yeah. Like he's like texts me a lot about it. Um. I mean, you, you Chris and Lan. Do three separate events, three three decks. I, I I mean I'll tell you right now, if if sight unseen, I think I'd probably play uh, Jeskai Ascendancy. Really? Pe- people's they're just they're playing these slow ass decks. Are you kidding me? You go on the play and you go seeker the way, okay? The opponent might have second turn dismal backwater. That literally might be his play <laughs> on second turn, alright? Literally 21 I mean, go. Okay. Shaheen needs that dismal backwater so he can nullify you on turn three. Let me tell you, so even if he has a nullify, <laughs> you can only nullify an aura, okay? <laughs> what happens when I go Jeskai Ascendancy? Let me tell you, even if it's in a sideboard game, repeat after me two words. It resolves. <laughs> Game's over, Brian. Right. It's over. 
I, I, I find it very interesting how much of magic's gonna come comes down to like the disdainful stroke. Cannot counter threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the idea of how how important threes have become. Like, it, like these kind of like big threes. I'm too. telling you, I was in complete control of multiple multiple games where I drew three, if not four, radiant fountains, and my opponent was like slumping in his chair as I drew three or five cards a turn, and he just killed me with with uh, sure. with uh, Jeskai charms. And the thing is, it doesn't matter if you have like seven cards in hand; there are only four dissolves in the deck, and the other counter spells do not interact. So what you're telling me is you're not bringing the secret plans deck to. Mexico. I'm telling you, I'm going to lead on Seeker of the Way, and then I'm going to swing, and I'm going to, like, pump my guys, and I have four alternate Art Goblin Ravel Masters that have never seen Ooh. the outside of my binder. Ooh. I don't... When did I become this person? I looked at my deck, and I had four alternate Art Dissolve and four alternate Art Bile Blade on my deck. And the... Goblin Rabbit Masters I own are alternate art Goblin Rabbit Masters. Man, when are you going to play your Fanatica Xenagos deck? <laughs> is there an alternate art Fanatica Xenagos yeah, 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 there is. Um, no, but seriously. I told you, that's the only reason I think people play the card. They're like, well, you know, anytime you see a deck tech with yeah. someone playing a, a deck with Fanatica Xenagos, they have four alternate art Fanatica Xenagos because that's, you know, that's that's why they're playing. Can you imagine <laughs> Jeskai Ascendancy that sideboards up to four Outpost sieges against control. Oh my god! You could just you could just never lose. Like every single card that you play is a must kill, right. and they don't have any cards that kill enchantments. Right, right. <laughs> it's that actually sounds really sweet. I, I could almost see that in deck. I think you could play like one or two, but your deck already has like treasure crews, and like, you you need some beef. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. You know, I could just see your deck being like eight creatures, you know, just Seekers and Goblin Ravel Masters, then like some token production, um, Jeskai Ascendancy, Treasure Cruise, and Burn Cards. And I think that like, I think it's going to be hard to lose to a lot of, like, especially if your your opponents only play the entire game might be like Siege Rhino and you're like Disdainful Stroke on tap, destroy you, right? Like that's just what's going to happen. You're going to like, you know, Disdainful Stroke that, like end of your turn, uh, rally, untap, you know, you've got like four power in play, and you're like, let's go, like, open it up with, um, stoke the flames your face, prowess this, untap all my guys, right, discard this, you know, some other, like, sweet burn card or whatever, right. discard again, treasure cruise, at this point, they're probably just, like, pack, right, they're, like, 12, <laughs> you've already buffed your guys three times, right, right. one of them already had prowess, it's, like, right. 16 damage right, right. already, it's, a uh, no, no monastery mentor? I don't think so. I think I want to play it lean. What's that? I think I want to play it lean. Oh, sure, sure. Like, I think that if I'm going to go this direction, I'm going to go the least fancy direction possible because sure. this is already the fanciest deck in standard. Sure, sure. Right? So, I don't know. I might be wrong. I'm a big fan of Brimaz. If I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go incrementals, I think I would go Brimaz because I think he's so good at interacting with everybody's threats and answers. And he's also a three. Yeah, he's... The reason I like him because he's too big to bile blight, yeah. too little for disdainful stroke, and beats both uh, both uh, goblin rabble master and hordling outburst heads up. So, somewhere Shaheen's got a foil alternate art nullify. <laughs> yeah. Well, too bad I was on the play and he played dismal backwater on second turn. <laughs> Aptly named. But like, you just play that card and then they have like they have whatever answers they want. And they yeah. untap and the or like they could just kill it on the spot, but if they don't kill on the spot, you have like a valorous stance in your hand. Yeah, yeah. How bad is it for them? If you go like 
Seeker, Brimaz, untap your lands, attack, and they're like, all right, combat, or like, actually, they probably wouldn't let you get to combat because you're going to get a cat, right? <laughs> they're like, all right, um, you know, pre-combat because they want to see if you're going to go to, you know, play Goblin Ravel Master pre-combat sure, sure. or something. So, like, all right, Hero's Downfall. I'm like, Valorous Stance and uh, Prowess this. Take seven. <laughs> like, gain three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go. And you know that they're not going to cast Crux of Fate this turn because they don't have enough mana for it. Right. Right? So there's no play. Like, their only play is to just kill you I mean, kill your Brimaz while you're tapped now. That's only if they have another Hero's Downfall. Or, I guess, Murderous Cut. Right, right. But even if they do, like, you've got three power in play. One of your guys' prowess. You're going to be untapped. Like, you could just go, like, Jeskai Ascendancy right here. And, like, you know, Wild Slash you pre-combat. Fix my hand. Get in for five. Okay. You know, it's just... So you're, you're going to have a special eye on the Dragon's cards as we, as we go into, like, preview season next week. I mean, I would anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but even more so. I have the heart of a brewer, right? Yeah. Right now, I mean. But I think Jeskai Ascendancy is well positioned. If people are playing with Whisperwood Elementals instead of uh, instead of uh, Doomwake Giants, right? Like, that's the trade-off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, can you even lose if your opponent taps out for a freaking Dirkwood Boar and a 2-2? Like, that's their play? Like... Like, how bad did your hand have to be that they're not dead, right? Like, I mean, there's just so many things you could do. Like, you could just make that play, and you're just like, all right, Jeskai Charm that guy, you know? And then they're like, ooh, time walk. And you're like, yeah, get in for 100. All right, speaking of time walk, the Americans. Are you caught up? No, I'm only one episode in. Oh, my God. You want to tell you something freaking terrible? This season is so good. It's, it's literally just gotten better every year. I got to the last episode of the season of The Shield that Glenn Close is on, and Amazon is no longer streaming it for free. <laughs> I'm of one episode left of this season. Well, just spend the money on the one episode. The one ninety nine. Yeah. No. <laughs> Refuse. Oh my God, you guys are, I can't believe you're sitting outside. That's impressive. We like it. It's impressive. Uh, no, I won't do it. I've said I'm watching Justified. Oh, okay. Justified's awesome. Yeah, there's so many things... So this is what you should do. I mean, I don't know who you is in this situation. This is what I do, right? So I just download free things from Amazon onto my device and watch them at the gym. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, Justified's terrific. This, the, I'm like right now, enjoying the, the last season of Justified. Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming to its conclusion, and it's been excellent. Um, one of the actors on the last season of Justified is a magic player. Who? This guy, uh, uh, Duke Davis Roberts, I think is I think is his name. I don't. Uh, but I've been. Uh, You've been communicating with him? Yeah. I've been oh my God! Is he Brandon Sanderson Part Two? What are you looking for? Your phone? Yeah. You must have it because you texted me earlier. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I probably put it in my bag. Um. That's awesome, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the show is it's, it's so good. But despite that, it is not up to what the Americans has been like this season. I mean, Walton Goggins, this guy, key roles in Justified, Sons of Anarchy, and and uh, Justified. I lost my phone. Do you want me to call you? I don't. Here, I'll just call you. I'll call you on. No, it's fell. It fell. Yeah. Wow. 
That sinks. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get myself an iPhone 6. Yeah, I have Because <laughs> I never lose my phone. Yeah. And I've lost my phone like three times this week, like subconsciously. I'm, I'm making the move. So, uh, yeah, I'll catch up and we talk about it next. But yeah. you know what's coming out today? House of Cards. House of Cards. There's, uh, I'm, so actually there's too much good TV on. Like, so Sleepy, but it's all ending. I know, but Sleepy Hollow, like a show that I really like, yeah. I just haven't watched. I you just told like, me that was like your number one show at the beginning of the TV season. It's not even close now. Because of Americans. Well, just because of everything. Like, there's just too much good TV. Like, I don't even watch it. Like, I barely watch that or The Blacklist. I've, I've like, put both of those shows on the bubble. Oh, yeah. We put uh, The Blacklist on the bubble. Yeah. Like, it's fine. He's really good. The show itself is... Are we getting up and leaving? I think so. All right. Are we going to go this way? Yeah, we're going to. All right. So, um... But, like, like, and, and it's weird because I feel like the shows I've made room for are, like, these, you know, it's like Arrow and The Flash. <laughs> I love Arrow so I, much. I love it. So, the best thing about Ooh, Arrow... did you watch Arrow this week? Uh, I believe so, yes. So... Spoilers! Spoilers. <laughs> so Felicity slept with Adam? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the heck's with that? I, mean, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, I guess... I guess Ollie slept with everyone, right? <laughs> okay. yeah, he yeah. slept with Huntress, Canary, Other Canary. Uh, who else? Is that it? Yeah. No, no, no. He slept also with Ravager. He slept with, who's Ravager? Um, oh, oh, that's right. So yeah. he slept with Huntress, Canary, Other Canary, Ravager, and the cop. Right. So he slept with five people. So I guess... I guess I'm and- not, and the, the CEO, the person who came in to run Yeah, Ravager. Oh, is that Ravager? Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess he, <laughs> I guess he slept with like way more people than her, so I can't really feel that bad. What about bad. the one who was the, is that the cop, the one who became the Valentine's killer thing? No, no, the one who was like his, his like real love interest in season two, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then she got paralyzed or something. Right. But I couldn't believe that she slept with Adam. Are they making Adam, like, Iron Man, not well, no, Ant-Man? They, they, they announced... Yeah, I think so. I mean, they, they basically announced that, like, Firestorm, the Adam... Firestorm, Adam, Captain Cold, Captain Cold or Captain Boomerang? Captain Cold. Captain Cold and... Three new superheroes. No! Captain Cold, Adam, Firestorm, and the original Canary. Oh, yeah, original Canary. What the... Sarah what Lance are going to be on a show together, right. I think. Right, so I, Well, they haven't said that it's Sarah Lance. They said it's the same It's actress. Katie Lotz. Right, so it's obviously going to be... She's going to get Lazarus pitted. So, I don't understand how you get stabbed in the heart and then magic herbs make you come back. You know, I thought it was Lazarus pit for sure. But... I mean, he, suppo- he supposedly keeps beating Barry from having superior strategy and tactics, but his strategy and tactics against Rachel Ghoul are abysmally bad. <laughs> like, like, every single plan he has just gets him killed or gets his friends captured. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> They're like, oh, Nanda Parbat has yeah. never been taken, but yeah. certainly two guys with Glocks. <laughs> can- <laughs> I mean, let's face it. He apparently can't even beat Merlin in a fight. I mean, but like, right? Merlin's like, oh, you stink. But I can't even, like, Harbinger is like, oh, yeah, I know we just had a kid, but why don't you just go rush Nanda Parbat with a Glock? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, maybe if they were like, oh, let's call all the Argus troops or something. Right. right. I could have gotten that. But like, no. No. A Glock is fine. 
And there's no reason why Ollie should even have to bring his arrow gear. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, his strategy and tactics against Razal Ghul have been Bringing very an poor. Arrow to a sword fight. <laughs> um, but yeah, Merlin, that guy's kind of a jerk. Uh, what uh, what magical stuff are you doing now? Nothing on a break. Uh, yes. I'm well deserved. Break until I'm going to Cleveland. Oh yeah. Yeah. What format is that? Limited. Oh, all right. I don't feel bad about not Save going. Save going to play. All right. You should come. No, it's, it's very cold. It's very cold. All right, it's all too right. cold. We're leaving. We're going to do indoors next week. Bye. Goodbye.